welcome to episode 5 of the Cool Tribe podcast. My name is Alan O'Donovan and I'm your host. This podcast is powered by Cloudforest. Cloudforest is a climate action company whose mission is to create 100 forests for the planet along Ireland's wild Atlantic way. This week we chatted with Andrew and Eamon Breen, two brothers who are taking on the challenge of a lifetime by aiming to row across the Atlantic Ocean. They are currently in deep preparation for the Talisker Whiskey Atlantic Challenge in December 2023. This event sees competitors travel more than 4,800 kilometres from La Gomera in the Canary Islands to Nelson's Dockyard in Antigua and Barbuda. They are doing this event to raise money for two charities, Make-A-Wish and First Light, both of which are very important to the brothers. In this episode, we chatted to the lads about how they decided to take on this challenge, about their boat and its self-sufficiency, and about how their training is progressing. So, without further ado, let's get straight into it. Hello and welcome to the Cool Tribe podcast. My name is Alan O'Donovan. I'm your host. I'm here at Bernard Pender. Good evening. Eamon and Andrew Breen. Correct. Welcome, lads. Thanks for coming along. Thanks, Thanks very much. Thanks for having us. So I suppose we'll we'll go back to the very start of your life and everything, and we'll go back to your childhood, like like we always do on this pod. And we'll sort of tell us about your childhood, tell us about where you grew up, tell us sort of how that gives a context for what you're doing now. So here we're we're two brothers. We're as close to Irish twins as you're going to get. It was, about, <laughs> yeah. it was a year and a three or four, four months, months between yeah. us, uh, and grew up like twins, shared mm. bedroom. I would say kicked lumps of each other, but. I had lumps kicked off me. Yeah, I usually one. Are you the younger? Okay, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Um, and we're, but generally, there was a, a good closeness like between sport and mm. different things. Played basketball together constantly, played GA. I, I was laughing, yeah. I was thinking on the bike on the way out there. We, we had the typical older, younger brother relationship in the two year gap in GAA. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He was full forward. One yeah. year and I was corner forward, and then he'd go up a year and I'd go to corner forward. <laughs> just slide then I'd go back up the next year. To <laughs> flashy should always go yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. took a spot every year. Worked well. <laughs> probably didn't beat his uh, his scoring record, but except for basketball, he usually used to beat me in that. In fairness. <laughs> so is it, was it always competitive between you as growing up? Was it? Uh, yeah, it's a good level of competition, regardless of what you're doing. But kind of that friendly competition of mm. of uh, no nastiness, uh, nothing mm-hmm. nasty. It was generally, and you'd usually find if it happened, it was the two of us. So. You're, you're tackling the two of us if you're tackling one of us. Yeah, yeah, much. yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so you'd sort of support each other. It, it, it used to turn like that out when when, when you'd have grief out as well. Mm. What what so part of the country? Arkle. Two, two is from Arkle Town. Yeah. Mum and dad and a lot of the family are still down there. We've we've moved out. I moved out from college and go home for dinner <laughs> on Sundays. <laughs> okay. And, and Andrew's in Wicklow, only about 10 minutes up the road now. Yeah. And I suppose, was there any sort of water sport? Yeah, obviously, Arkle is beside the sea. Was there a water aspect to any sports you were doing, or would that not, come later? Not as kids, no. We mm. Obviously, swimming, the, the yeah. usual crack. But uh, no, when we were younger, there was definitely not, no connection to the water. Mm. Yeah, and I, I make that laugh. Like, I started, I my one of my first jobs in real world when I was 16 and allowed work, this was after picking eggs in the local farm when I was 12, Yeah, <laughs> was a lifeguard. Okay. And if I go back three years before that, I was scared of the water, couldn't swim. Really? And I was like, what's going on? But I just, just learning to swim clicked and I started to like it. Mm. Did my lifeguard, became a swimming teacher, started swimming competitively. Absolutely loved the water now. Yeah. Couldn't get me out of it. I, we'll, we'll get to it. But one of the things I'm looking forward to, which scare people, is in the middle of the ocean is eight and a half kilometers deep. Yeah. And I'm going to get out and swim in it. He's going to wash the boat. Just because it's eight and a half kilometers deep. 
and people wow. are like, whoa, and I was like, yeah, that, that's, I'm buzzing for that. Uh, t- talk, talk, talk to us about, like, so you've, you, you both played GAA, you did your sports, yeah. career today, like, what, what are you full-time working on? So we're totally different. We're completely different. <laughs> I am the studious, nerdy, business kind of world pen pusher. Andrew is uses hands, manual use, use the body, manual. So I'm an accountant, trained okay. up, went, went to college, uh, did the accounting qualification, chartered accountant, and worked in multiple different types of businesses of all different types of industries. Uh, Andrew is was a farmer from when he was five. Yeah, about a good 15 years working on <laughs> farms, yeah. Before, are you, are you before he grew up. No. What are you doing now? Not enough money. Uh, now I work for the ESB. Oh, do you? Yeah, network technician, electrician for the ESB. So, but now I build overhead power lines. Really? That's where I started my career. That's a coincidence, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I started my career in 1988 as an ESB network electrician in Dublin City. Oh. Mainly on under, underground cables, as you could imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah tough, so in there, tough in there, tough in there. Yeah, so that's, that's, in, that's an interesting um, parallel there. Yeah. So uh, tell us about this challenge that you are undertaken because well, so, I suppose we go back to it. it like I'm not the rower Andrew's the rower Andrew's rowing 20 odd years at this stage uh, doing uh, offshore mm. rowing so along along the Irish coast generally along, along the coast so a lot of tidal issues and a lot of, a lot of waves and stuff but into rowing for 20 odd years and you Andrew's known about it for 10 or more years the Atlantic Challenge yeah so yeah, he's known yeah. this race exists for a while I didn't even know it existed um so the, the, the race itself, I suppose, is uh, for us, we're going to row 3,000 miles from Lagomera, which is beside Tenerife, to Antigua. Okay. Uh, in, a, in a one-liner, that's what we're going to do. It'll take somewhere around six weeks, 40 to 50 days, with so many variables of weather, of diet, of how seasickness impacts us, how lack of sleep impacts us, a lot of, lot of things like that. But generally, when you look at... The teams that do this, and I, and I keep saying to this, when you look at all the other teams that have done this, when we look at stats, like there's only about 350 teams that have ever done this. 330 teams we found out recently. <laughs> it, all ever, time. Ever. ever. Well, have uh, completed the challenge. Have, yeah. have rode in have the ocean. Have rode the Atlantic or the ocean. ocean. But there, there isn't, uh, there's parts of the Pacific it can row, but not many have rode. I think oh, it's mm. like 7,000 miles to row the entire yeah. uh, Pacific Ocean. And uh, so how, how, how did the sort of... How did it come about? Who heard about the competition, and, w- and when? When oh did you me. decide you were you were gonna do it? And why would you do so? Why would crazy? you do it? <laughs> yeah. why, why not? Because <laughs> uh, pretty much because I'm very selfish, and I probably class myself as pretty successful in my rowing career. So all coastal offshore, pretty much won nearly all the types of races I could win. And then my old coach from Arklow Rowing Club, uh, Amy Cavan and his brother, completed the first Atlantic race in '97. Build your own boat, get yourself across. It's completely different than the way things are now. And then, so I just always had a goo in me to do that and be better. So how did you persuade your this your brother to do it? This, <laughs> is really good. Accountant. this tells you what the character I am. So he, he's a rower, he knows how to do it, and he's he's real dedicated now to do he's it. He's bringing a lifeguard with him, you do know that. To <laughs> say if, if he's it, well, he's bringing sense. an organiser with him first. <laughs> I am way smart. <laughs> um, Bring an Eamon. This is the kind of character I am. So he was commenting. You remember Matthew Pritchard from mm. Dirty Sanchez? Yeah, yeah. He's gone really healthy. Well, he's gone real fitness into challenges. And he did this in 2020. Yeah. And tw- tw- he was getting well, ready for it. So it. December, January is kind of time everyone does it. Okay. Uh, yeah. when, when you, so we're doing it as part of a formal race, but people can do it on their own as well. Okay. Okay. And he was doing it in a team of four on their own. 
and he was putting up stuff on Facebook of preparing and stuff like this. And I had seen a comment from Andrew of, oh, I've been raging to do this, uh, best of luck. And I just said, someday sure I'll, get I'll do it with you. And I got a text from him, do you mean that? Yeah. And that, so that you, you never talked about him before. No, that, was was on, that was on Facebook now. Was he on, just pops up a, a comment, comment on Facebook. I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> and like I, I knew, because when people, oh, I, I kind of know, one, I know character, I wouldn't have put it up there if I didn't mean it. Mm. And yeah, there was a bit of joke about it, but I was like, if if there is any reality to this, I was all on for it because I started watching videos on YouTube. Mm. I started and looking uh, into it. Is there anything you've done before that you can sort of compare? Have you been sort of have you always been one to push yourself and challenge yourself for new things? Yeah, like I've I've run a few marathons, and even last October, myself and three buddies uh, ran from Dublin to Donegal across a week, did a half marathon each okay. day for seven days, raising money for charity. Uh, but that kind of Kind of the the amount of training involved in it and just determination to just get up and go again, yeah. just keep going. Like don't worry about the pain; it's not actually that sore. Just keep going and get your get your head beyond it. But that challenge of doing something where someone else goes, oh, I couldn't do that. Yeah, you should you should have tried on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love that. yeah. I have. I even have. I got it recently, but I love the line of it. I got a tattoo, half a line here, and on one forearm and the other the other forearm of it's a uh, success is hard to to. Have to read. <laughs> have to Check notes. Check notes on half, half it is in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Success is hard to find, but failure is not to try. Uh, brilliant. And the, I just like because everyone wants to be good and wants to succeed. But most people won't do it because they think I probably won't. The fear of failure. Yeah. I don't want to be known yeah. to be fail to fail. Yeah. I'm like, well, you won't know unless you actually try it. Yeah. I'm the yeah. same in work when I'm talking to people I'm working with. It's just try it. Mm. You can fix it if it goes wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yes, you you commented on Facebook. Yeah. And Brother straight away, says, I, got, gonna do I got a WhatsApp in live chat fairly <laughs> quickly, and uh, it was like, "Do you mean that?" Switched and we the private were private message quick. <laughs> there was, there's a very there's a really interesting uh, six part uh, YouTube cli- YouTube series of uh, James Cracknell, an Olympic rower, and Ben Fogel, mm-hmm. the BBC presenter. They did it back in 2005 and made a six-parter about it. And straight away, he was like, watch this. Okay. And now I started watching it with my wife, which was a problem. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of just told her about it at this yeah. stage. Rather, not, not that I'm asking for permission, but uh, I but tried to mention it to her. And like it was put the cushion over your eyes and don't watch this part. It's not the same as saying to your wife, I'm thinking about going out for a pint tonight. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's, it's a pint, but it's... I'll be gone for two and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> I might not come yeah. back, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it was. It was. There was definitely some. I mean, even when I put it up, I knew there was. There was realism, and I wasn't just being silly by putting it up. I was like, no, I, I kind of half mean this. Mm. I knew and straight it, away when you comments. Yeah. Well, it's on, mm. and then I had to try and figure out what it was. Is that is that a brother's telepathy that you sort of knew? Possibly, would you I say would there's say there's a telepathy so, yeah. there. Uh, of you just know when somebody's not other, messing. What each other's thinking, or? even and we like the the one of the major challenges and issues. You hear, you understand of this at the start, and when you talk to other teams that have done this race or this this row, it's not fitness, it's not preparation, it's your head. Mm. Resilience. It's, it's the mental side of it. Yeah. It's are you ready for when something goes wrong? Are you attuned or in tune with everyone else on the boat? So what we're you can be a team of one to five, so people can do this on their own, or five. So we're a team of two, so we have to be attuned or in line with what like. Do we know each other that well? What happens when something goes wrong? When when one person makes a mistake, what do you do? When like we lose ground one day, how do we react? The two of us, without even talking about it, know how competitive we want to be, mm. know how we're going to get on it. We, we probably know our ticks and kind of, yeah. uh, as I said, I was explaining it to someone only recently, like if you're going out with someone and they have a tick where they just keep clicking, they mm. keep grinding their teeth, 
and you don't know they're coming out, yeah. you're stuck with them 24-7 for 40 odd days. Yeah. That little bear... That, so that, probably have a chair in the bedroom for, <laughs> yeah. for what, 20 yeah. odd years. Yeah, there, there, is, there's a, there is kind of an unwritten knowledge of yeah. how, how we get on, and we're, we're probably the same kind of character underlying it all. So there's, there's a level of stubbornness there for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's called you're 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 gone under the name Atlantic Browing. Is that right? Yeah, Atlantic Browing. Browing. Yeah. yeah. It took it took a while. It took a few iterations we, to yeah. get to that as well. So where so did where's the name come from? What's the inspiration so behind that name? We were trying to to come up with a good fir- play it was firstly words, a name and then turn that name into a logo. It was to come up with a name that kind of told a story as quickly as possible mm. because. Like to try and get someone around the the, the idea of what is it you're doing in one sentence mm. isn't a, isn't simple. Yeah. So we kind of thought, well, what do we like? Originally, we were coming up with like ocean or something like that, and we kind of thought, nah, let's make a specific to it. It's Atlantic. We're rowing the Atlantic, mm. and we're brothers. So let's just Quite make it simple. really simple. Yeah, yeah. Atlantic, yeah. That, that's sat, that's how Sachi and Sachi started. It's <laughs> that simple, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> like just keep it simple. Yeah. Uh, and then what we wanted to do, so we we said like we need to put a logo on this, and that's where we want because we we wanted to make an Irishness out of it as well to make it local to make it to make it uh, us to know where we're from. So when we're doing this, we want people to know where we're from. Mm. Be very proud Irishman. Very proud of of kind of the the the, the three colours and 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 where we're from and. Probably just how Irish people are taught of abroad. We want people to know that there's the Irish lads, mm. basically. Yeah, they're up for a bit of fun, or a bit of banter, but they're serious as well. Um, so we went straight to the logo and we said, right, it's so it needs to be an, o- a row, an ocean rowing boat. Yeah. So uh, and the ocean rowing boat, it, there's a it's a different look to it. There's two cabins on it. It looks kind of like a torpedo. They stand out. Um, mm. So it needs that on it, and then you need the three colours on it. Yeah. So to try and get that into a nice clean logo. No, out, I do like the logo. It it well it, it, it yeah, it works. It's got everything. You know, it's got everything. Brothers rowing Atlantic, but you know, it's, it's, it's a tricolor. Like if, if trying to describe it for our audio listeners, it's nearly like a NASA uh, yeah. patch. Yeah, that it you, is. The logo is. It's, it's pretty cool. So yeah. that, that was uh, it was random actually. I, I went on to um, oh, what was the name of it? Upwork, I think it was. It was a website where you can go on and you can uh, engage with. Freelancers and yeah, yeah. And, and I just threw up through a few ideas and oh, came, yeah, he came back with a guy from Nigeria came yeah. back with here's a few ideas and he came back with this t- font was a bit off and so and we've tweaked it a little bit but it was two hours work mm. yeah. so simple like, parody isn't it Perfect. yeah, yeah. yeah. it was like it was he does on his time a few little tweaks little chatbot on it perfect yeah that's exactly oh, what yes. you want so I suppose the next step after the text and agreeing and getting the logo is. Doing the row, doing the the hard yards to make sure that you're ready to get on that boat, and that's like the the we were only talking recently, like probably one of the I'll say easier in inverted commas things of this is rowing it, the rowing bit. Mm. Rowing bit is the least starts, scary bit. Is done. Mm. So like straight away we were okay, we're doing it. Now we're three years out. We've loads of time. Oh, tell mum and dad in the middle there <laughs> well, as well. Tell mum and dad. <laughs> tell the family. Oh, by the way, kind of eke it out there, um, uh, but it was. Straight, there's an organising committee for it, so we're okay. part of a formal race uh, under Atlantic Campaigns is the name of the company organising it, uh, and they, if to apply to be in the race, straight away there's lists of 
there's to-do like guidelines and then there's regulations, rules, safety courses, equipment you have to have, timelines for it. It's a scary everything. list. Mm. It's where I come into my forte. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always office. have a name. I'm, it's I'm, born I'm, for it. It's oh, born yeah. for it. I'm checklists. I'm, yeah. Like, <laughs> Spreadsheet <Every> king. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in my element straight away. I was yeah, like, that's yeah. organising. That's a project. That's yeah. brilliant. You probably enjoy the organising more than the rowing. Well, then at the odd time I have to go and do the, the yeah, work yeah. in the gym. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, can I know? No, I need to do the gym work as well. And, uh, and did you have a boat at the start, or is that then something that you went right? We need to get a boat. Well, now. Straight away, like so, in, this is where the nerd comes in. I was into budgeting straight away because mm. I knew you can ballpark what the boat was going to cost you. The boat, the boat is. You, you can buy. You can, we bought it. Pretty boat. much, you have to buy. You, you can, buy can leave them, boat. but it's not really the done okay. thing. And they're not a common boat. Right? <laughs> so that we, so Andrew's in Wicklow Rowing Club. I've joined Wicklow Rowing Club on the back of doing this. But the rowing boats in rowing clubs or on river rowing are just for it. They're not just, but they're get out and do your own, come back. These are like you have to sleep on it, you have to store it, you have mm. to have a water maker on it's it. House boat. Have a huge amount of kit on it, so it's much different. It's a, it's specifically bespoke to rowing and rowing ocean. long, long distances yeah. and it's sleep on away it. from land. So it's it's custom built and it's, it's made oh, yeah. to your specifications. Yeah, so totally there's, there's a company called Rannoch over the the other side of London, um, uh, on the coast on the other side. And they are like the world leader in manufacturing ocean rowing boats. There's a couple of other smaller companies out there, but they're the they're the the the, the world leader in that space. Uh, and straight away we were well, it, one it was the boat Andrew wanted. Andrew's the captain of this, by the way. You have to have a captain when you're a in skipper. a boat, and Andrew is the captain. So <laughs> I, th- there's certain things that are their decision is made. But Rannoch was a Rannoch and an R25 Rannoch, which is the the model of boat we're in, okay. which is specifically for two one or two people. If you have three or more, you go to the R- and it, R- ent- it enters you then in the specific race class. Oh, okay. Rannoch are have the the monopoly on the race boats. Right. So if you're not in one of their brands, you're uh, in the open class, which means you could be racing anything. Yeah. So it, specifically, if you're going to go this deep into doing the challenge, I said, well, I want to be in a race. Yeah. Mm. So, so it had to be that boat. We were straight away into like, let's talk to Rannoch. Let's understand what cost line times on, and you're like it's. Talking eighty grand for a boat, like, <laughs> like yeah. what? what? Yeah. So all this was coming into you know, like I was into throwing it out, and then you're into okay, well, there's all there's all of the operations you need to organise, all the safety courses you need to start thinking about booking, even just thinking about time off for work will be like need three months off work yeah. for this. Yeah, yeah. Well, all those kind of about that and work. Yeah. And then you're into <laughs> right now you're talking. So when you have the boat, you have we've to ship the boat to Lagomera and ship it back from Antigua. Uh, you've the food we have to buy. We have to bring like sixty-five days of food each. Um, you have all the training courses. You have to. We, we'll have uh, a began for satellite uh, systems and, and broadband over there. So we have to uh, pay for all of that. You're up at one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty grand before you know it. Which that's okay. Not well, okay, but we knew that three years out. So let's start building a plan into understanding how you can fundraise for it. How you can kind of create some opportunities for uh, any company at that stage, anyone that was interested in it, there's branding opportunities there. There's a, it, When we look into this race as a whole, because we're part of the formal race, mm. there's unbelievable global exposure of it. There's hundreds of millions of impressions every year yeah. because of the 40 teams that are in it, and they're all from around the world, so there's there's the impressions there. It spreads through yeah. every team. It's a worldwide it's, it's, event. It's known as the race across the Atlantic Ocean. There's other, as I said, there's other people that do it solo, for themselves, 
but yeah. it's, they're not part of the formal race. They don't get the coverage. Like, mm. get no coverage. So straight away we were like, there's an opportunity here for sponsors. We need there to be an opportunity for sponsors because we need to fundraise for it. Um, and you're into that space. So you're at the, for the last two years, we've been in organizing, we've been fundraising, we've been training. We've been kind of trying to pull all together. You're trying to run a family. <laughs> you're trying to work. Um, but it, at the moment, it's going quite well. Like a, it's it's and, all and falling how, together. How far are we out from the race? It's, is it the We're start of next? Fourteen months, so it's December twenty three. Yeah. It's technically the twelfth of December every year. Weather dependent. Weather dependent okay. in, in that particular week. Could okay, be, could be eleventh, could be the thirteenth. So they sort of they plan out a week. We we have to be there two weeks in advance of right. the twelfth. Right. So it, it gives them room to move yeah. around. It does, and then the, like when we get there, there's the boat has to be inspected, so you have to be inspected, checks, yeah. all mm. your kit has to be signed off while, when you're there, anything fails, you're not going. And, and then a lot of media stuff as well. You're not going. There's an awful lot of rules and regulations. Uh, you get weighed, on the back of you getting weighed, they calculate how much food you have to bring with you uh, and calculate how many calories, we're, we'll be on about 6,000 calories a day. you mentioned courses there, is that sort of, is that throughout the whole, uh, up to the event, how, how many courses, how many training things do you have to do to or how many it's, it actually works out relatively handy in that sense so there is because this is so formalized and so organized there's companies behind all this that, mm. have, that have kind of thought right there's, an, there's a gap here so there's a training companies so there's a training company we'll go to sea sports it's in i can't remember uh, you would fly into exeter <laughs> about half an hour from there that'll so live, that'll that's where it is. don't yeah. even know where exeter is <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, i've working at the flight that's why i know where it is <laughs> Uh, but they will do so. There's the radio course, the first aid course, the sea survival course, navigation, navigation. You do it in a week, so it's all in one. Yeah, we go over there for the week. So, so you just have the boat at this stage. Yeah, have the boat. You've, you've yeah. bought the boat. You've and you, you've took the boat out on the sea. We, we've had the boat boat out in when we collected it. So we, we drove over to Burnham on Crouch to collect it, and this is where the, the accountant comes in again and says, "Why don't we just stay on the boat rather than staying in a hotel?" So we stayed on the boat for two nights. It was, okay. a ni- it was a nice little. It, it was a nice introduction. Should have got the hotel. Totally like. uh, anyway, it was an eye opener. No, cu- no cushions or anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it, it's it's funny. One of my cool partners um, was telling me a story. He, I, I met him um, down the golf club a couple of weeks ago, and he was telling me that he was going to sail around uh, the uh, Greek islands for the summer. And it, this at the start of the summer, and I said, "Geez, that's some fantastic." And he says, no, no, he said, I, I've done it before, but I'm going to actually just book in to park the boat up at yeah. marinas and have my shower and all that, because it's just like living on a caravan. And when, yeah. he, when he sort of said it to me, it sort of, I had this picture of this yacht sailing through the Greek islands, and he's going to space a caravan on the, on the water. So it's sort of, that's a, a yacht. So talk to me about the, the sort of, how are you going to sleep? Are you, is, is it going to be one person rowing, two people rowing? Are you going to take shifts? Is it? You'll start, you'll generally be shifts. Okay. You'll start out with the idea of, so it's 24-7, we ain't stopping unless the weather stops us. Unless the weather says stop. Yeah, <laughs> so we're not stopping unless it's a case of, there's no point in rowing because you're not going anywhere. You're probably going backwards. So we'll start out with the idea of two hours on, two hours off. So Andrew will row two hours and I'll eat, sleep, catch up on admin, whatever. Make me coffee. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> bringing an espresso machine. Which is, yeah. I'll be trying to find the nearest nearest uh, Starbucks drive through. <laughs> there won't be one. Um, so it, that's the idea, and that's what every team starts out with. Kind of going, we'll do two and two. That's the number everybody talks about. Mm. Yeah, and when you talk to teams afterwards, they've tweaked it so much. Okay, sometimes a two-year row, 
because the weather conditions, the waves are so good that if the two of you row, you go like rocket fuel comparatively. <laughs> um, or sometimes no in a row because you're in such a fork, such a storm, such a weather conditions that there's no point in rowing. You're not getting anywhere. So you're wasting, yeah. you're wasting energy. So one yeah. of the things I think we were interested in when we ended up, when you mm-hmm. reached out to us was that the boat is powered by solar energy. Yeah. It's got a lot of renewable energy elements yeah. to it. Like what's the technology there? Or I know you were at the solar uh, yeah, it was, we were at the Solar Ireland uh, 2022, and it was, some, it was amazing was some of the conversations we were having, because some people thought the solar panels were powering an outboard. <laughs> yeah. No, no, <laughs> we're, we're just going to be right down. down. <laughs> you guys are just sitting there. It was the perfect conference for us to be at, just to explain, and for us to learn a bit about, about solar and what where it's going uh, in the long term as well. But like, so there's two solar panels on the boat. What are they? Two? You you know stats more than They're I do. Two hundred eight watts. Even okay. Watts to me is like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they, there's one on each end of the one on each cabin basically, uh, and they power two batteries, and those batteries run the water maker. So the it, it's a desalination kit that takes the uh, takes the salt out, gives us I'll say fresh water, but we've been told it won't taste like water. Should be interesting. Bring bring something to flavour it. <laughs> uh, good for washing. Very bland, mm, but very it'll give washing. us water. So that's life set. Without it, we ain't getting across. No. Um, it then will will power navigation units, anything that's electrical on the boat. Uh, is there a wind element to the to your, or is it just pure solar? No, it's pure it's solar, solar. Pure solar, and even a link li- interesting on that. So if so, there's r- the rules in this are so detailed that if you're seen to use anything at all that could be using the wind, like drying, you're clothes. out of the race. If you put okay. if you put out a towel to dry or a pair of jocks to dry, it could be seen as a sail. It could be yeah. seen as a sail, and you're out. Okay. If you're caught in a photograph yeah. or video footage or anything, yeah, this is out. this is you were rowing across. Mm. End of story. Your solar power will keep you alive with water and with comms and with uh, navigation. That's what it's doing. That's but as, as we were explaining yesterday, like without it, it it's solar and rower basically. Mm. The the two of us will it, row across, but it's the just as important as you go. Yeah. Without it, we ain't yeah. getting across. Yeah, yeah. it was very interesting yesterday. One of the guys said, "Wow, this is like what where where they are at." We were talking to one guy. who's talking about a six hundred and fifty acre solar yeah. farm coming up. Yeah, and, he, and another guy was saying how we were basically what we're doing. The use of the solar panels is like where everything started from. It's like the tests for is this actually going to work? Solar can it power stuff for people to survive? And he said, just having us there, and then another guy who's going to build six hundred fifty acres. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of our uh, one of our cool partners, Midsummer, um, they're a UK. They start in the UK, but they've an mm. Irish office. That's where they started. They started in off grid. Uh, solar on houseboats and yeah, yeah now yeah, they're yeah. one of probably the biggest providers uh, across Ireland in the UK uh, of probably solar on commercial buildings. Yeah, but it's, so it's like we were talking yesterday. It, it's it's the way like how it's not done already, but it, let's not be negative. It's the way forward. Every roof should have a solar panel on it. Yeah. Like you're not yeah. using your roof. Mm. <laughs> so the bi- the building you're in today, uh, which our Cloud Forest HQ, is powered by solar. Yeah, yeah. So we've two. We've you see two them so- on the Google. Yeah, we've two solar <laughs> arrays uh, on the roof. We've a summer array and a winter array, and we've battery storage. Oh, so yeah. uh, you know, certainly during the summer, we're completely off grid mm-hmm. r- right away through until one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, we're we're actually going to do an upgrade in the next two to three weeks, and mm-hmm. um, so we're going to increase our capacity on the roof because solar technology. When we put the panels on the roof, we two hundred and fifty watt panels. We've yeah. twenty of them, five kilowatt array. We can get four hundred watt panels now, which will bring us up to eight mm-hmm. kilowatts, yeah. an extra three kilowatts. Yeah. So the boat 
what's the what's the quarters like on the boat? Are you sleeping together like so in, the, a, in like a there's cabin? Two, there's or a there cabin there on each side, on each okay. end of the boat. The, fr- the front and back, there is sailing terminology, bow and stern, but I'm still learning. <laughs> the bow cabin is the bigger cabin. <laughs> well, he, he needs a glossary. He needs a glossary. That's what he needs. How big is the cabin? Is it, is so it the, the boat as a whole is about seven and a half meters long. Okay, and height-wise, can you stand in the cabin? No, no, no. You can yeah, fully kneel. stretch out. Okay, no problem. Yeah, so when we when we stayed in it, when we collected it, one of us was in each cabin, and you can stretch out. I'm six two. Mm. You're six two as well, so mm. close on it. Um, and you can stretch out. Now there isn't a huge amount of room after you stretch out, but it's not. You're not hunched up. And toilet facilities, and I know this it's, is just... It's to- called Bucket and Chuck It. Bucket. <laughs> bucket and Chuck It. Okay. <laughs> give it, a, give it a little rinse and go again. Right. Okay. The official yeah. terminology is Bucket and Chuck It. Bucket and Chuck It. Just don't forget <laughs> the trademark. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are some skills that we need to learn <laughs> to make it effect, uh, efficient. Okay. What, what's, like, uh, okay, so we've learned, what's the biggest challenge and worries that you have? You know, is there any worries that you have? You're about to embark... We, we only actually spoke about it earlier on, and I, I said it to Eamon. Actually, realistically, the, my main worry is is what we have to do to get to the start line. Mm. And then he, he pretty After much After that, said, you're not worried. You just want to no, get there. because we will prepare so well that you'd be looking forward to actually just get me in the boat. I want to go rowing now, and I'll just go from A to B. Like Paul uh, O'Donovan had said, it's just... Pull like a dog. Pull like a dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 You know, what more like do you want to do? As Lizzie from Rannoch says, you just have to, what's say, man up. Yeah, just suck it up and go. <laughs> suck it up. Yeah, so yeah. talk to us a bit a bit about the preparation, the training, the nutrition for what you're doing now for next like for, for What we're doing months. now is normal training. So we're still 14 months out. I say still 14 months out. The two years has flown by. Mm. But normal training for us, Andrew's wrong, 20 odd years. I am uh, do a lot of gym work. I used to do a lot of sport until every time I played football, I got injured. So I stopped doing that. But you're talking Typical five, six times, five, six, six times a week in the gym, mixing between weights, between rowing, between go out for, uh, on the back of doing the Dublin to Donegal run, I said, I'm never running again. <laughs> I still do little that's bits, what they I still do that's little bits they of running, say. but long distance running is off the cards, but that's been replaced. The rowing machine rowing is actually really good for the body. Mm. It's not too hard on it, if once your technique's okay, and mm. it'll really build and work on the muscles quite well. I need him to teach me technique. He was giving me some tidbits ye- yesterday. At, at, uh, the, we had the rowing machine. You're doing it wrong. Okay, okay. So I jumped on a few times and it was criticism straight away. <laughs> Not criticism, constructive feedback. I'd say you may get used to that. You may get used to that. <laughs> well, no. I'd be fine once you're in a boat. Then that, it wouldn't, that's won't where matter. My, uh, my nerdiness comes in and the, the person who knows what they're talking about is telling you something, so I listen. Mm. Yeah. What, what are the... What are the the worst things you could face on the journey, and I don't want to be planting that seed in your mind. But what's the, you know, like, it, it's oh. three ta- it's three thousand miles across the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, the weather window is yeah, a pitch roll in a huge seas would be pretty scary. So pitch, pitch roll, pitch roll is, is bow over stern. It, it goes oh, head, head over yeah, heels basically. Okay. That's a that's a fear. It's, okay, it's I'll, I'll go. Mo- it's probably the uncommon capsize. The common ones is it just rolls. And it'll it's the self writing boat. Okay. It, it's I was explaining it to someone yesterday again. Of it's a, it's like your your life book kind of it'll just pop back up again. Mm. Uh, and we are te- as once we're outside the cabin, we're tethered on hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Again, back to rules, safety regulations. It's on ourselves. We've made the agreement between ourselves that like From day care, one even if training. no one's watching us, we are tethered on. Mm. It's just bet into the head. Yeah. Um. So once you're tethered on, it you'll roll with it, and you just get back on again. Um, it's good. Like, but Sounds I think so there's no simple. point, and and that's why I, there's no point in kind of worrying about that because nothing you can do, even if it does capsize. No. There is a, an underlying 
knowledge, hope, whatever, that like once you're tethered on, you're not going anywhere. It might be scary. I love water, so I'm not I'm not scared of the water. Um, yeah, it might be rough enough, but you're yeah, better yeah, off yeah. to admit that this probably is going to happen. So it's don't be scared of it. <laughs> mm. But I, like, if you get down to like the probably the the worst things that can happen is the water maker fails, and you're like, okay, yeah. it fails. There is a manual pump you can hand bring pump. with you, but you're pumping hand so pumping. That water means for, in your time, so off, a technical no fail rest. is because it's out. It's out of your 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 uh, control, control yeah. and your, na- your navigation point. your navigation then as well that you're reliant on gps so yeah. you're, you're reliant on gps but what we'll do what most teams do and what we'll do is we'll link in with a weather router in ireland or in, in europe we'll mm. pick someone in ireland um who will guide you in certain ways um and you can you can use that you can ring them every hour if you want they can have you tracking good winds avoiding storms that ways. kind of thing uh, and in addition because coming back to being part of the organized race Every day between ten and twelve, we have to talk to the safety officer. So if he, if they see us going complete wrong direction, they won't tell us the turn, but they'll kind of go, "What are you doing?" You should probably like? point a different direction, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah. or they're the point of contact if something goes wrong. If you need a medic, if you need, yeah, if something really goes wrong. And so there's, for, there's sorry, Alan. There's, no, no, for, there's forty. Yeah. Uh, 40 people taking part in the race. There's, 40 boats. I think there's nearly 50 now 50 signed up crews, for earlier, yeah. Tom. 50 crews mixing between one and, and five people. And you all yeah. set off at the same time, is we it? Say, same day, it's, is it a three-minute Three minute interval, I think. Between each one, same plan. And it, it's amazing. We went down to Lagomera December last, last year just year. to have a few days to experience it. We tried to explain to people we, we weren't going on a Bit job. of a holiday. <laughs> reconnaissance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we've already booked this year as well. <laughs> More reconnaissance required. <laughs> uh, but it was like to see all the boats lined up to kind of just experience it. And then it's like everyone gets their own moment of leaving their family or there, anyone gone to see them and wave off. Yeah, it looks there. class in fairness. Mm. But then three minutes later, another boat goes and another boat goes and another boat goes. And when you're waiting for 40-odd boats, 50-odd boats to go, it's just the buzz there is brilliant. Yeah. And, and, then, and then what you see when you see people broadcasting their own videos later on, you see they broadcast themselves leaving, and then an hour or so later, they're like, and now they're saying goodbye to land because they've, yeah. they've left the land. So quick. And, and, then, and it gets real then. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah and I'm, thinking, I'm just thinking of being out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and there's nothing around. There's, you know, stars above you. Stars above. Don't and have it, to be so cool. Yeah. Uh, even I was explaining to like, there's so many cool, weird, scary, whatever you want to call it, things about this, like this. When we went over last year, you, we, you fly into Tenerife and you have to get the boat over to Tenerife. You can't fly directly to, to La Gomera. And we were going across in the boat and I was like, it's so dark, there's no moon. Where's mm. the moon? Like, yeah. No moon. And we were talking to other people and, and there was one or two teams that said, yeah, when, at nights where there's no moon, there's no, it's literally pitch black, you can't see. You can't see your hands. There's no horizon, there's no anything. And then a flying fish comes up and hits you in the face. <laughs> yeah, there's some good videos. <laughs> you get a slap in the face from a fly, flying fish as it's jumping across the boat and it's pitch black and you're trying to row and then something hits you. That's like, an experience. That's, that's, a, weird, that's yeah. an experience. Yeah, I'm starting and to get he, a little bit and worried he's asleep now. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Who did that? Yeah. So there'd be certain, certain experiences like that. The charity that you're, you know, fundraising mm-hmm. for, can you talk to us a little so bit about we've, we We're going to work with two charities. We, we've, we decided fairly quickly into it First, first of all, it was for charity straight away because mm-hmm. we just love doing for so, so for charity. Yeah. Uh, what we felt straight away was here. This is a personal challenge for us. This is something that if you go back to the why, it's because we want it because mm. we feel it's a big enough challenge and yeah. it's something that we want to do. But 
when you get out talking about it, and I've done it myself for the, the likes of the run and stuff like that, people will pay you to hurt. <laughs> I like to see a bit of pain. And that's fine. No problem with us. Uh, mm. We hurt, and the benefit that that gives to someone else that needs it is amazing. Like all we're doing is rowing across an ocean. But there's benefits for everybody here. We get to row the ocean. You get to raise some money for charity, yeah. and hopefully, some, some marketing crowds get to get some get health some stickers on the boat. Corporately. Um, so the two charity we're working with Make a Wish and First Light. So Make a Wish, it was it was probably at my angle because I've uh, stuff I've done it before. I've generally tended to Make a Wish, whether if, uh, generally with it, the the group of lads have done stuff the running I, um, things I've done before. They're such a good um, team to work with. And and like when I talk to Susan, the CEO, and Make a Wish, like some of the stuff they do, it's not it's not always a money thing. Generally, it's it's like one of the stories. I remember she telling us the day we we were leaving the Sandy Mount Hotel to run to Donegal. She told a story of uh, a small little kid that just wanted to drive in a, in a Lamborghini. There's not money involved in it. So they found someone that, that owned a Lamborghini. Yeah. The cops closed the motorway and the cops said to your man, just go. Yeah. And he was like, are you sure? Like, just go. Like, yeah, yeah. And they said the smile on that kid's face, kid's face was Yeah, it's priceless. Unbelievable. Pri- absolutely priceless. Unbelievable. So straight there, that's a kind of an example of like, all we're doing is something that we want to do and we're a bit hurting it fine. But someone's willing to pay us to do that because it's benefiting someone else. And we're going, happy days. Let's, uh, yeah. What can we do? So that was one. And then the first light is the second charity. So that's the charity for uh, sudden infant death syndrome. So for cot death, for uh, people who've lost killed kids really young. And, and straight away, we were, we were looking and thought, well, I suppose, first of all, we were thinking, this is so big, one charity, it's, it's, it'll be an awful lot for one charity. Based like we're, we're targeting quite a high number. Um, but how can we divide it into two? How can we bring a charity into it? Bringing in the brotherly a- aspect, bringing in the family side of it. Mm. Like there has to be something around it. And we so our eldest brother, Rory, died of cot death in 1975. Oh, God. At 10 weeks. Like, how can we? So it's a brother, it's family. There's a charity element to it. So straight away, we, the we, name we went talking to mum mm. and dad. We kind of thought, what charities were you working with? What organizations were you working with? what would make sense and it was uh, first light came up straight away and um, so what we're doing so we're naming the boat rory oh brilliant uh, and we're we're going to raise chairs so rory's bringing us across basically yeah uh, wow. cool story that, 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 that is beautiful that's that is that's that's beautiful like that's coming back to it like again we're we're just rowing it's going to take us a long while to find this big challenge in it but the story that 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 can be told for people to still literally open their purses. You know, like we'll row in, in shopping centres for 24 hours, at, this time next year probably before we go, um, to raise money and people will throw in a five or a ten or whatever it is. But the value of that money when you're pay, giving it to yeah. charities that make mm. difference is you see it. And like they can't do it without people like us doing silly things. People that buy into the, the value story, of that is unbelievable. Like one of my favourite uh, parts of what we've built at Cloud Force is our community like our cool partner community. And I know Alan, uh, as head of community, would be regularly talking to our cool partners. And we see nearly every second or third week, there's one of our cool partners either doing a, a marathon for, um, you know, kids that have had unfortunate diseases, like bestowed on them, families in crisis. And, you know, whether it's like even to shine a light, like sleeping out for the yeah. homeless. Yeah. Yeah. Like business can be such a force for good. 
Mm. I think I, these these two charities. So you are you have a GoFundMe page now, and you you are up and running. So and we we have a GoFundMe page at the moment. We yeah. haven't massively been talking about the charity element of it. For one, we feel it's a bit far out at the moment to talk about it. Yeah. We want Don't this want to, to be much closer yeah. to it. So it's like, like if you say to someone, "I'm doing this," now, it's like, "Well." Will you hurry up and do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're still waiting. Yeah, yeah. Come on, look, I want to see you hurt. I want to see you online. And we'll be posting pictures, videos every day of the week, so you'll see us hurt. Mm. Um, and I, from experience as well, I've seen it in the likes of the, the marathon running before at Dublin Donegal, during the event itself, when it's it feels live and it feels yeah. real. Massive. That's, that's the, the build-up to it. So we'll have a big build-up to it. We'll make advantage, take advantage of the... The two main points so you have Wish Week and you have the Awareness Week for First Lights when you light a candle on a Friday evening. Um, I, th- I think that might be today, today actually. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm out on blood bikes this after this, after this, so I won't be doing it myself. Um, but there's there's linking in with the charities timelines as well as then linking in with when we're when we're doing ourselves. It, coming back to timing again, though. So there's this year's race is yet to take place, so it's in two months' time. If we go out talking about charity, why aren't you doing it now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were doing. I thought it was giving you this to do it now. So we'll have a big push, and we've how we've organised. We've we've had round tables sitting at a round table, um, with Make a Wish and First Light to make sure everyone's it's like a aligned. fundraising team yeah. of professionals. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, we're using their kind of professional. It's, it helps us share the messages of what we're doing as well. Yeah. It helps for corporate, so it helps. It, Much it kind bigger, of bigger reach. And everyone's trying to benefit from it. And when you're out on the boat, uh, rowing across the Atlantic, are you going to be doing live? Like social media yeah. blogging is it? You we so will have a system for that, yeah. So but we'll it have be difficult, but it is possible. We'll be doing it. You'll be doing it. Part of the rules now, actually, you have to you have to buy the began system okay. for that for their benefit and for us. So we'll have fun now, uh, as they explained to us, it'll not be uh, you won't be streaming Netflix or anything like that, but it'll be enough for. Uh, <laughs> Taking videos and uploading. So you Netflix can, uh, has, got, has got ads coming in there anyway. In, in <laughs> yeah, December. that's gone. In. YouTube. <laughs> you can pay for a subscription on YouTube. Or it's whatever. enough, as people yeah. say, it'll be enough to refresh your Spotify so after 30 days you don't lose access. <laughs> well, that's a big problem. We need to, we need to be under 30 days. Yeah. <laughs> and the support you've got already, the type of companies that have support, do you want to name a few of them and give them a little I bit of... I won't name any of them. <laughs> no, none, none of them want to be named yet. Okay. Um, but it's like here, our own, our own, the people we're working for and a few other people we worked with are, are, are spoken with are on it. Some of them don't want to be named because it's their own charity element and one or two for interest, one of them do, didn't want to be named because their own corporate strategy doesn't allow sponsoring extreme events, let's call it. Yeah. Um, but it's where we're, like yesterday, uh, the Solar Ireland was real eye opener for us of there's certain peculiarities or certain techniques there's the extreme night nature of it there's the renewable nature of it there's the there's the expedition side of it there's certain there's a lot of angles that we can tell stories on this I, I before we I, even tell the charity story I, I think what i love and certainly when we had paul in uh for his podcast mm-hmm. is the resilience it builds mentally because I, I like i said to paul and you know i know you listened to the podcast yeah. uh, uh today or whatever to end up going to Iceland after preparing for this, you know, event of a lifetime and your gear doesn't arrive, to actually then pick yourself back up and, oh, yeah. you know, go out and get bikes and bits and pieces to complete a race. And if I look at the resilience user building, this is on a whole different level. But I, was, I was listening to that now earlier on today and uh, like this where he said so he lost the bike and straight away he was ringing people for, like, can I have your bike? That, like... Straight away, people have said to us, what about this? I was like, we're doing this end of story. Yeah. Mm. 
everything else can be managed. Life can be managed, work can be managed. Even when I went into work and said, I'm doing this. Make it work around it. Control the controllables. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you've time to manage it. This is something like there's benefits for everyone on the back of this if you want to come on board. So we're, we're there's there's stubbornness in there. Resilience is another word. <laughs> of We know we want to do it. We've signed up to do it. There's a bit of cockiness. We can do it. We'll get we'll get through it. Like it's a case of take it bit by bit, day by day. We were following Damien Brown recently doing it, and some of the the uh, resilience and learnings you can take from him of just keep going. Don't focus on the end. Focus on where you need to get the next hour, where you need to get the next day. Every stint on the hours. That's pretty much yeah. it. So it's it's not like we won't be getting on thinking right. We're finishing in thirty five days. Yeah. Like, where do we want to get to before we go sleep tonight? Yeah. Where do we want to get to before we change over? And what happens when you're if you is are about to sleep on the ball? I don't keep jumping into the. We shouldn't be. So should like should weather condition awake. should always <laughs> be somebody rowing. Yeah, you know the skipper has to stay on the bridge, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, there's a funny story of I was, didn't know that bit. There was an Irish guy in twenty Gavin Hennigan Hennigan in twenty seventeen did it on his own. So he he didn't have uh, someone to take over, and he was doing seventeen eighteen hours a day. And he'd tell stories himself. So he taped his hands to the oars. So when he fell asleep, he kept going. My favourite story from... Oh, my God. Boy, that's hardcore. That's Andrew's job. <laughs> I'm going to do it after the, the crack. Smile, the the smile on Andrew's face when he said that, by the way. Just get that on camera. Yeah, yeah, you, you can see brilliant. that. Like he, so that his, the, the things I'm looking forward to is like jumping in when it's eight and a half kilometres deep. Uh, things like he's just gone. I just want to row and row and like row. We and row. we have total respect for what the what the ocean probably will try and do to us, but you'd have to just enjoy every second of it. I don't see any other way. But it, that's uh, like we we've said to ourselves. Like there's you can control what you can tr- control. You can put in as much preparation, and some things will happen, and you just have to. It's how you react to that. How mm-hmm. are you going to react when something goes wrong? Yeah, because there's so many variables in what yeah. what's, oh, yeah. what's coming. So it's it is controlling the controllables. Yeah, as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's I'm I'm generally serious in life, but there's an element to you just have to roll it the punches and just take it as it comes. Be open minded to like if something goes wrong and your plan was to do this right now, well, it might need to go out the window and try change the plan quickly. Just keep going. I think it'll be interesting as well to maybe talk to you after you've completed. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I certainly, like, if you look at, we're a climate action company here, and while we're focused on maybe decarbonisation, we, we sort of have a, 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 a view to what's happening to the seas yeah. of the world in terms of single-use plastic. And um, it'll be interesting to see what you experience on your travels across yeah, the Atlantic. Yeah, what we come across, what we what's see. What's floating on yeah, the Yeah, you hear so many stories of what's floating around it, and mm. I'm actually very interested to see. These plastic Ple- islands. islands. Like please, don't, please don't be true, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. But like, it, coming back to, the, so the, the organising committee themselves are very conscious of the messages they can give around the ocean, ocean awareness, environmental awareness. Um, like, they, every year they link in with specific environmental um uh, groups, uh, groups, or parlay was last to, like year. Parlay was yeah last year. I think there's still something else for this year, but like if you get down to the rules and regulations, so every bit of rubbish we bring with us has to be accounted for on the other end. Mm. And again, we're out if we can't account for every wrapper, every bottle, everything has to be stored away and given in as there's your bag of rubbish and they count it. 
And the t- I just on that one, it's really interesting on the food that you're going to bring. I know you mm-hmm. said you're going to get weighed and you'll be given. Is this like astronaut food? Is it like this? Is yeah, it's pretty pa- much. It's kind of, it's we like call it freeze-dried food. Tube, like is that? Yeah, it, it's it's a uh, the food. You'll add water to it, and you you can jet boil it, or you can eat it cold. It's cold or so warm. you'll have like your your breakfast, lunch, and dinner is that type of food. It's your packet food. Boil um, in a bag. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And on top of that, then you have snack pack. Snack. We'll live on the snack pack. Snacks. You have nuts. You have. Uh, we we will barbers. pre-pack all of those before we go. It's cal- It's uh, like we're six thousand odd calories a day. It's anything that has a lot of a lot of calories. Lots of yummy and food. Not much weight. <laughs> yeah, six thousand calories is, is a lot to be. Oh to be yeah, we could be losing eight to ten thousand a day. Eat six, lose two. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we. So you you I I'm. It's been brilliant having you in, and I can see how excited you are. Mm. I just so we're looking at December next year. So when yeah. December thirty first comes and you wake up on the first, it's happening this year Correct. in your mind. Yeah. So that's when the pressure sort of ramps up. Yeah. Um, and I don't see that as pressure. I see that as yes, it's this year. I can't wait to get into the boat and be doing proper because <laughs> I'm still I'm just finished my own rowing season this year. Last week I finished at a world championship. So now we can think, we get to go in the boat. <laughs> Love the way he just brushes it. Was that the World Championship last week? <laughs> <laughs> he was over brilliant. in Wales competing in the World Championships of Offshore with Hoslerone and he just com- brushes it under the table. Yeah, but that's, that, that's, that's old news now. That's old news. That's finished. We yeah, move on yeah. to the next thing. I have a slight problem with that. <laughs> We're still finished. I need into something else. So is there still sponsorship opportunities on the boat? There's yeah. still space? Yeah, so there's plenty of space. And what we're really trying to talk to is someone who where... The, so one, we've, we've cost to cover, but it's not... Uh, because of what we're doing, there's a message that can be told for the right type of company or the right marketing strategy that someone wants to kind of help us across the way uh, and, and use the opportunity for themselves as well. For, so wide open to talk to. Generally, I'll talk to anyone if they want to talk to me and then uh, we will, um, I say I, myself and Andrew, but I'm the Mostly Eamon. <laughs> but it's to try, like talk to anyone and then be as open and honest as about what we're doing, what the opportunities are and See if there's see if there's a mix there for someone to go. Yeah, that that could work for us. So well. far, we've pretty much we talked to any companies the way we're talking here. So mm. yeah, it's not not y- really, yesterday not was very interesting to meet some people quite high up in companies talking the same way as we're talking. Yeah. Once you get outside of an office, I think you can really have a. And I think your passion sort of comes across whenever you talk about it anyway. So I think yeah. that, that's always an easy like sort of. The, 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 some of the challenges uh, we've we've hit, and one of the things people teams that would have told you where we, we've spoke to loads of different teams that have done this, is just get ready to be told no. Mm. Lots of no's. And talk to absolutely everyone. Just talk about it. Good rules for so business in talking. general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so just yeah, keep yeah. talking. And yeah. someone, you'll find someone somewhere along the way. And the more you talk about it, if you uh, you find, like you, you do, the, I'll send out cold call emails. Should I get them myself and they just hit delete? Like, mm. <laughs> I'm sure people do that as well. You can't you can't give the passion, you can't give the, look the at the way we got the boat funded can't. in the first place. Hmm? The way we got the boat funded. Mm. Just had to make a phone call to somebody and ask him, "Can I have some money?" Yeah, and he said yes. <laughs> yeah, and it, like straight away, once he fi- once he kind of heard the story and heard the, as you say, the passion, like we're mad about this. Yeah, but we we think everyone knows about this. <laughs> That's yeah. we're in it. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. in our own little bubble. Yeah. But we and think everyone oh, knows about the ocean. They're probably sick of us boat. by now. Yeah, and it's like, oh, of course we're doing. It. It's like, no, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah it's like go into the detail and I was like, you're doing what? <laughs> yeah, like uh, we we have a conference coming up in a couple of weeks and we can bring the boat to it. That's gonna be and fun. Like when we, so when we collected the boat, we brought it back via the ferry, and we were sitting in just in the queue, waiting to get on the ferry, listening to the radio, whatever, and looked in the mirror, and there's like twenty people standing around the boat. Got out of their cars to come over to go. What is that? Like, Class. Yeah. And then, and then the, the the other 
when we got off in Dublin. And this kind of just gives an idea of the interest people have without us knowing they're interested. So we were coming off in Dublin, and you get off the boat, and you go through the, the guard to stop to check your passports. Customs, ooh. Uh, we, we got through customs. <laughs> went into the guard, and he went to stop us. I'm like, oh, no. Is he stopping? Like, just, what is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what he's doing? It was a brilliant reaction. Yeah. Typical Irish guard. Straight away, he was like, you're mad. And he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just, yeah, I think it's incredible what you are going to embark on. 14 months time what do you think Al? yeah i think it's a it's a great story and it's it's a great i suppose it's i, I i'm gonna be watching from afar and i i think i think we'll sort of we'll at cloud forest we'll be watching from afar it's, and a, it's a good start to a story yeah yeah and i think that's the thing it's it, it might be 13 months out but i think next 13 months are going to be exciting as well sort of yeah. for you guys yeah. and for, for it gets the, more and more real and as this year's race goes through like last year's race was the First one I was watching as I'm doing this. Dot <laughs> watching. So this year's I'll be watching it again. And we actually know some teams in it this year from being in the community. So now you're kind of knowing someone that's doing it. And then next year we'll be doing it. Like, and for someone who might want to watch it this this year, when does it start? So it starts, the, it's aimed for the 12th of December. So it starts the 12th of December. Uh, like the organizing committee live broadcast the entire day of people leaving. Yeah. Uh, they actually live broadcast it's all on you YouTube. Get there. All over YouTube. If you go to uh, TalisgerWhiskeyAtlanticChallenge.com, okay, you'll find it. Um, YB Tracker then as well. Then there's a tracker. Yeah, there's a live well. tracker of the whole race, so you can. It gives you the stats on how much you've rode that day, projected finish time, which changes a lot compared to <laughs> when conditions change. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's that's all on the YB Tracker app. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's that's. Uh, yeah, so thanks for coming on, lads. And I, no problem, I, I pleasure. Appreciate really appreciate it, telling us your story and giving us a bit of detail. I'll, I'll set you a challenge and see, can you interview us while we're out there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we love it, we love it. That, that'd be incredible. That would be good. I, I, you know what, just on a finishing note, I, like one of the, t- the, the the teams for our podcast this sort of season was Sacrifice, and we we had um, Shane Carr in at the Department mm-hmm. of Whistleblower yeah. and the sacrifices he's made to... Do things in which he believes do the right thing. Do the right thing, and yeah. we'd pull in the sacrifices he makes to to do his endurance cycling. And you know, I think the sacrifice you guys are have, are making over a three year period because it's 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 incrementally building in your head. Yeah, the challenge ahead, um, the fundraising, the charity aspect. I, I just think that's just it. This is what this is what life should be all about. It should be about people striving to do more. And helping others, and and that's certainly what our mission is in in our sort of cloud forest sort of climate action. We're we're yeah. just trying to facilitate businesses to decarbonize, and I think you guys are such a uh, I, I'm I, I'm going home tonight, and I'm sort of like are you going to do your own? Quick ten k, yeah, yeah, I might row across the if <laughs> is, is would be the uh, the best I could do. You row across the top of a pint later. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just think it's incredible what you are about to embark on and what you have done to date. Um, inspirational. It's an insp- it's inspiration and it's it's. I love the story that the the boat's named after yeah. your brother. I that's that, that's really touched me. Um, beautiful. Yeah, that's worked out well. Yeah. No, we 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 look forward to doing it as you can get from us, mm. and we just love the the more people know about it, they can follow us and get, and get involved in it. And, and, and I suppose something out of it. What, what are your social media links? What's the website? So, at Atlantic Brewing. Anywhere. Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. 
brilliant. Yeah, That's work Atlantic out well there as well. You could get everything on it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah, simple. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a name that anyone else has. We so can be good. found. <laughs> and atlanticbrewing.ie.com. <laughs> 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 brilliant. Thanks, lads. Thanks, really appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers.